1: Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I used to have my own big truck. I delivered a load to New Orleans about noon one day. I had driven all night to get there from ATL. I got reloaded for the trip home and found a truck stop in Slidell, Louisiana. I slept for about eight hours, got a shower and good meal. I was going to run Highway 59 north to Beham. I was maybe 30 to 40. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host.
1: 45 minutes out of Slidell. It was 2:30 a.m. I was well rested and ready for the eight-hour run home. I was running fast as there was no traffic, none, no cars, no exits, nothing. I saw someone standing on the side of the road just out of the woods. I started to slow down, my first thought was hitchhiker. I had my bright lights and fog lights on, he was lit up real well. I was still half mile out, I thought, damn, he is big. Then I thought he is really hairy. I put the brakes on hard as he took about two steps towards the road. I never stopped completely but came to a crawl. He was about six to seven feet tall, all hair, no neck, massive shoulders. The hair on his head blended with the hair on his body. It was either some idiot in a suit or a creature I have never seen before. It would take a complete crap for brains to dress up and stand on the side of the road. In that part of the country, Bubba will shoot first and identify later. Everybody has a pickup with long guns in the rear window. All I carried when I drove was Colt Mustang pocket light in .380. Had I been stupid enough to stop, I was seriously underarmed. This thing was huge. I was wide awake, alert. When I realized what I was looking at I pushed the throttle so far. I was in danger of losing toes in the engine fan. The rest of the drive home home I kept replaying it in my head. I told my wife about a month later. She believed me. I do not make this up. My dad's friends, they weren't really long haul truckers but they were thieves and had just robbed a safe from somewhere in the UK. This must have been back in 70s or 80s. They were using a van to carry the safe and it was around 3 am in the morning when they decided to stop somewhere and have a rest and a cigarette. Anyway. As they were parked up on a quiet main road, they could hear the clip-clop of a woman's high heels. They thought it was odd seeing as it was early hours of the morning with no one else around. The sound stood out, what would a woman be doing out here at this hour on her own? They looked in the wing mirror and sure enough they saw what appeared to be a woman walking towards the van. They looked at each other puzzled and waited for her to approach the window which was already rolled down. My dad's friend would be deeply uncomfortable by this point in telling the story. As she approached and they looked at the woman they said they were sure it was actually the devil. It was a being with a razor-sharp smile from ear to ear and the most evil look in the eyes. My dad's friend yelled to the one driving drive and they just sped off. They said in hindsight they weren't sure if it was heels they heard or hooves. My dad's friends weren't ones for making up stories either and this was one of the only experiences they had like this and they swore it was real. One time, I was driving the 2.5 hours through the backwoods of northern Utah and southern Idaho to pick up a friend who got into a bad situation. On the way back, we're in deer country and it's like 2 a.m., so I'm watching the dark corners outside of my headlights real closely, including behind our car. Well, at one point when I checked my rear view, I see something moving that isn't a vehicle. It looks like something galloping and it was gaining on us. After a moment, it came into view as it caught some light. This thing was some sort of golem looking motherfucker, running 80 plus mile per hour on all fours, and was staring right at us as it ran. As it got close, it ducked off to the side and swung around next to us on the woods side of the car. Checked my side view mirror and I can tell it's like on us so I turned to look directly at it through the back passenger side window. And when I do it's gone. Checking mirrors again confirmed nothing in sight. I assumed it ran into the woods, but really none of that shit made sense, so I try not to think too hard about it. I live about 20 minutes from my town in Wisconsin. This one night after work I was driving down the county road that I always take to get home. Well I'd say about halfway home I started getting the feeling as if something was watching me drive down the road from behind me. So me being myself I looked in my mirrors quick to see anything like a deer or another animal but nothing. So I just drove normally to home the other day. However before I got home from work, the other night my mom saw a light out in by the tree line, and when she opened the curtains to look for the light it went out, but anyway with this in mind I was still in a tense mood, because of it, and while I drove into the driveway and parked my van, and I get this feeling that something is watching me, mind you when I pull into our driveway the deer always run away because of my vehicle. I hadn't seen any deer at all but still where I parked I could see past our camper but didn't see anything. The moment I turned off the van, I felt something behind the tree staring at me so naturally I turned my lights on to see if anything is there. And there wasn't anything so I turned them off again. Once again I get the feeling something is watching me to my front. I turned on my phone light and caught something staring at me and it freaked me the hell out and I was so scared I didn't move for what felt like forever, then I started for my door. Once I got to my door I could feel the same feeling of being watched and quickly open the door and slammed it shut. This has been happening for a while now and it still creeps me out. But before I could feel something watching me from a distance. Now it feels like something is either in the field behind me or on the corner of my house or on the other corner of my garage. I took a road trip with my parents and my partner out west, Tulsa to the Grand Canyon, almost exactly two years ago. We took I-40 west and didn't have any road stories to tell, other than my dad's shock at how bad Tucumcari has gotten since he was last there. On the way back we took 412, which is a straight shot from the Grand Canyon to home. I have two creepy stories from that ride. The less creepy story happened just east of the Navajo Reservation in New Mexico after we drove over the highest part of our trip, I wanna say some 12,000 feet. It had been plowed just a day earlier and the snow was easily twice as high as the car at the saddle of the pass. Coming down, we drove past a gate to a farm that had a few lynched effigies out front and a sign that was old enough you couldn't read it. It was the only sign of human habitation we saw for like an hour excluding the road of course. Pretty creepy, especially given that the whole ensemble had clearly been there for some long amount of time. The creepier story happened in Arizona on the reservation. We came over a hill to a long stretch of pretty straight highway and saw a man walking on it pretty far out. He was wobbling around and into the road, a simple no-shoulder, one lane per side strip of asphalt. As we got closer it appeared he wasn't really wobbling. Then, when we got pretty close, it became obvious he was throwing broken glass into the highway. We slowed down from about 90 to 35 miles per hour to avoid him and he lunged at the car as we passed, the eastbound lane glistening with bottle debris. We got out of there as fast as we could. But the creepiest part is where this happened. It was roughly noon, in the middle of the high desert, and a minimum of 15 minutes of driving at 90 to 100 miles per hour, if not 30 minutes. Either way from the nearest building, with no side roads or dirt paths of any kind branching off. And he had clearly walked all that way. Truly creepy. Was driving home from a bachelor party during college. It was about 2 AM and a very dark night on a two-lane highway in Illinois. I was driving up a small hill and saw something dark on the road at the top of the hill. Initially, I thought it might just be roadkill or something small so I didn't slow down that much but as I got closer, I realized it was a person laying in the road. I locked up my brakes and slid to a sideways stop maybe a foot from running the guy over with my sonata. As I was sliding to a stop I realized there was a girl in the ditch screaming her head off. I'm freaking out thinking about how close I was to killing this guy and trying to figure out WTF is going on when he slowly stands up, dressed in all black, and starts slowly walking around my car while staring right at me. I step on the gas and roll out of there as fast as a four-cylinder sonata can move, feeling like my heart is about to explode. A few minutes later when I calmed down enough to think clearly, I realized that someone else may drive over this hill in a semi or something that can't stop as quickly and not be as lucky as I was. I called the police and reported it and they said another person had already called and they were on the way there. Still scares me when I'm driving at night 10 years later. My sister's ex-father-in-law would drive from Cali to New York. He would drive through a lot of lonely roads slash highways. My sister and his son would tag along once in a while. She once told me that she had asked him this same question while on a drive. He went on to say that one time he parked on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere to rest. He said it was a desert, and it was very very lonely. A car here or there but mostly desert. That night he laid down to rest and as he was falling asleep, He said he heard someone knock at his driver's side door. It scared him, but he ignored it. He said he too tired to move. He then heard the knocking on the other side door. Now he's tired, but fully aware. Then he hears the knock come from the rig's roof. These knocks came in pretty close to one another. He was scared shitless at this point and began to pray. After he calmed down a little he got up, started the truck, and got the hell out of there. As he was driving, you could clearly see that there was nothing around but empty dark desert. No car parked, to car tire marks, nothing. Just desert. I live in Nevada and had two things happen to me on the same road late at night. The incidents happened years apart, in a stretch of road between two pretty small towns, with nothing else for about two hours. Not a ranch, not a homestead, nothing, just desert. At night, it is totally pitch black. When I was 16 17, I was driving my friends up the road in a tiny little Corolla, and we get to almost the end of the long stretches of this road, where it starts an ascent into a mountain. My friends and I were already rattled because I hit a rabbit a few minutes earlier. This is also the only road I ever consistently kill things on, I have killed like three rabbits and a fox, not a coyote, but a fox while driving nights. It is the only fox I have ever seen in all my years living in Nevada, and I ran it over. We are trying to make light of it when suddenly, my headlights illuminate an old man, standing on the side of the road at about midnight, at least a two days walk from any civilization. He had his thumb out to hitchhike all three of us just started screaming when we saw him, and then we zoomed past and that was it, he was back in the darkness behind us. I talked to my dad and his friends about it later, who drive the central Nevada roads more often than me, and they said they experienced similar things happening on the extraterrestrial highway, which is not the highway I am writing about. They believe that there is a group of drifters who live deep in the desert, who sometimes hitchhike back and forth for supplies. It is probably the most likely scenario but still scary as f about four years later i am driving the same highway with my then boyfriend at about 10 pm this is the trip i hit the fox a few minutes after i hit the fox and i am driving almost in tears from not being able to avoid it everything around the car lights up in a huge bright white we were going like 65 to 70 miles per hour and the car just jumps back like it was attached by a rope to something. Before I can react, it's gone, and everything is back to normal. My then boyfriend and I saw and felt the exact same thing, and I wanted to pull over to make the car was okay, because it was a pretty violent tug backwards, but he convinced me to just keep driving. My dad has a theory that the Air Force out there. It is close to Nellis AFB and Area 51. Tests their experimental aircraft in the desert near this highway. He is up there a lot more than me and he has seen light bubbles flit across the sky way faster than any earthly thing has business doing. He is a firm believer that it is not aliens, it's just that they have very advanced crafts that are beyond the scope of things the public has seen. He thinks that what happened to me was a helicopter that he has seen them test that has some sort of beam technology and that it was probably some kid flying it who wanted to freak us out. That being said, my dad only tells me these things after he is pretty drunk, but weird shit happens in the Nevada desert. I drive roughly 90,000 kilometers a year from sawmill to sawmill in northwestern Canada. I've seen some weird shit, but not much that I would consider paranormal. I passed a guy hauling logs on a particularly snowy and slippery early morning on a tight single lane highway in mountainous central British Columbia. For some reason I had to piss really bad and pulled over like 5 minutes after I passed him. I remember being annoyed that I risked a pass on that big bitch only to have him overtake me while I was pulled over. Once I got back on the road I was passed by a little red car just flying, like over 120 km an hour in fresh snow while it was still dumping, in the dark. Sure enough, a little while later I came up on the brutal wreck of the semi that passed me and the little car that blew by me. Both vehicles buried in the pine off the highway. I was driving some stuff, can't remember, was a few years back, and this guy, walked in front of the truck. This was about 3 AM. Obviously, I stopped the truck in time, but when I got out of the truck to check, the guy was just looking at me, with the scariest smile I've ever seen. Company procedure is to take photos of these kind of people just in case something happens and we have to report them to the police, so I did so with my phone camera after I got back into my truck. He was still standing at the side of my truck when I took this photo. He walked forward very slowly towards my door, and began to hit it. I locked the doors as fast as possible, and CB'd to nearby truckers to watch out for this guy. I drove away after I got too scared of yelling to him to stop. Very, very scary. It wasn't until three weeks later or so that I saw on the news that a man with schizophrenia and had been attempting to break into people's vehicles in the middle of the night, and it was the same picture I had on my phone. Creepy, yes. Paranormal, no once i was hauling agriculture near a farm in the sacramento delta around 3:30 or 4 am it was pitch black and an owl flew in front of me and then took a hard right so that it was flying in the same direction right in front of my windshield Sadly it was not flying as fast as my truck and the owl hit the windshield hard and then tumbled and got caught in the driver's side rearview mirror a foot away from my face. A small droplet of the owl's blood dripped onto my window and he just started at me and died. He was stuck and I was not about to touch him because I was scared beyond words. After a few miles of this, he slowly fell off. It was disturbing. Another time it was pitch black in the middle of the night. I was traveling on Interstate 5 in the Central Valley on a relatively empty road. In the other lane which was elevated by about 30 yards and separated by another 30 yards of grass and dirt, I saw the single headlight of a motorcycle coming around the bend far ahead of me. As I traveled fast and he traveled fast our paths were getting closer, but he didn't make the turn with the gentle curve of the road. Instead, and this happened right around the time or after I had just passed him, I saw the headlight bounce wildly as if he had fallen asleep and driven straight off the freeway. I didn't see him and wasn't sure if my eyes were fooling me. I called it in on the CB and wasn't sure if what I saw had happened or if they ever found him or anything. I may have seen someone perish or I may have imagined the whole thing. I was involved in the medical marijuana industry several years back. I'd commonly have to drive product and supplies from northern Oregon to southern Oregon, lots of lonely roads with dense woods on either side. I drove a pedo van with some off-road mods done to it, my boss wouldn't make the recommended upkeep repairs. Caught a flat near where I was headed but I'd purposefully take less traveled roads and randomly alternate routes to avoid wits looking to pop me for a quick payday. I had a firearm that I carried maybe not as legally as OPD would like for the same reason. Radiator messed up and I had to pull over. One bar of service was going in and out, but after five cut-off calls I managed to get a hold of the hub and gave them an idea of where I was. Cell phones back then weren't half as entertaining, so the woods were really spooking me, canopy kept any star or moonlight out. Thought it was my mind playing tricks at first but there was something out there laughing loudly. Keep in mind it's like 40 miles behind me to the nearest town and at least 5 miles ahead of me to the spot I'm trying to get to. So there's no reason for Chuckles to be out here. After I a few minutes of being dead silent I hear him again. But he was moving sort of pacing a half circle out of view, laughing every once in a while. After the fourth or fifth time I was certain he was closer. I was certain that shit was an ambush so I got the 9mm out and chambered one. Figured chuckles was a distraction, I was pissing my pants scared. There were horror stories of operations like ours getting hit up from here to Northern California. Too many of them ending with the staff getting popped. Old timer that trained me taught me to psych myself up in situations like this. Allow yourself to be scared, but push through that shit and give the situation the finger. I throw the door open and chill behind the engine block. I yell shit to try and get him to F off. Dead silence for a bit, trying to keep myself from shaking, cold and fear were messing up my ability to keep steady. Then I hear this thing what sounds like five trees in front of me tell ha. Ha. And put one in the roots in front of me out of pure spooked reaction. What messes me up is that Chuckles booked it though the woods laughing like a goddamn maniac. Thought for a second that it might have been a bird the whole time because of the speed but I definitely heard branches cracking. This happened in the late 80s. I had just driven across the George Washington Bridge onto the Jersey Turnpike. A couple hundred yards down where it's like 12 lanes wide a trooper turned on his spotlight and high beams in the left lane and stopped. I went by slowly because he had stopped pretty quickly and saw he was illuminating a headless body. It was 3 or 4 in the morning and there were no wrecks or broken down cars just a headless body in the left lane leaning against the jersey barrier. My dad and his friends were driving through West Virginia when they were in their 20s and they stop at a bar slash restaurant that was open late in the middle of nowhere for some food slash drinks. The locals were not friendly and kept staring them down and making offhand comments. When they walk outside to leave an hour or two later, there's a sheriff in the parking lot with his lights on. The sheriff proceeds to tell them that their tires had been slashed and the guys inside were waiting to follow them out and attack them. My dad has no idea who called the sheriff, maybe the bartender? But said the whole experience was terrifying and surreal. Driving from Rapid City, South Dakota to Dayton, Ohio. Left Rapid City early nighttime, 9? 10? Can't recall, and I'm balls deep in Illinois and I'm feeling exhausted. There's a weird lull before your second wind kicks in where your world gets weird. Anyways, it's pitch black outside, no other traffic and suddenly there's red lights everywhere in the distance, some blinking and some not looked like hundreds as far as the eye can see and the lights are at all different heights ground level all the way to what looked like 100 feet up it feels like they're following me because half hour later i'm still in this jungle of red lights i'm still in the weird exhausted and maybe a little delirious state goes on forever and still as far as the eye can see sunrise happens a few hours later and i see it's some massive wind turbine farm or something Just tons of those bad boys and their red lights on top. Spooked the hell out of me though. I'm not one to get creeped out, but all those red lights as far as you can see did a number on me. Parked on the side of a desolate desert highway out in Utah. Out of hours and too damn tired to move the truck anyway. So I set the brakes and drew curtains. Fast forward to a good 4 hours later and I need to pee. So, grab the flare gun, cause stupid me left the Mossberg at home after cleaning, and walk 10 feet into the sand. Well, here comes a coyote. And they're a bit bigger than I thought. About half the size of my golden retriever. This critter is just staring me down, and I get this uneasy feeling. It takes a few places towards me and I decide that this isn't funny anymore and fire a flare directly over its head. And it didn't move. Just stared at me more. I put another flare round in, fired, and this tea time it got the message and took off. I pissed in an empty water jug for the rest of my 10 hours break. Okay I've got two the first was after a long day of work out in the timber in Oregon. I'm a field mechanic working on a machine that cuts back the overgrowth encroaching on the road. Things took longer than I expected so headed out after it got dark. Had to open a few locked gates and close them behind me. No big deal happens often. Close the last one and drive around the next corner and someone is parked on the side of the road burning clothing in a quickly made small campfire. No cell service but around the next corner a cop was heading up the road so I'm guessing he had some explaining to do. Next one was actually me freaking a guy out that was nice enough to pick me up hitchhiking. I got a little turned around while out hunting one eve but knew where the main highway was by the landmarks. Bad thing was I didn't realize how far away the highway was from where I started. About 7 miles through soft desert carrying about 30 pounds of gear. It was about 10 PM when I finally reached the road and another 12 miles of walking to get back to the pickup. No one was picking me up with a rifle on my back so I flipped it to the front side of me and about half an hour later a nice young guy pulled over for me. When I put the rifle on his floorboard getting in his eyes got huge. Not sure if he peed himself a little or not. Explained my situation and he gave me a ride almost all the way back to my pickup gave him what cash i had in my pockets for being nice he seemed like a starving student kind of guy my uncle's friend is slash was a driver medium-sized car for family four to five this was in hong kong so he's driving down a mountain path enough space for two lanes at about 1 a.m. when he suddenly sees a person standing in the middle of the road between the two lanes. Mind you, there are no pavements or pedestrian paths. As he's driving down the slope, he notices the person has long hair covering their face, probably a woman, but a weird thing is that they were hovering up the slope as fast as he was driving down, i.e. as if they were riding a skateboard or using roller skates up the slope. He thinks it's just some late-night hallucinations but he's still curious so after he passes the figure he looks back and there's nothing there so he's just left kinda creeped out. However as he faces forward again to continue driving, he notices that person's head just following him on the side of his car going at the same speed, corner of his eye, he didn't dare look back at it, and he just gets the FK out of there as fast as he can. The strangest thing about this though is that the next day he gets pretty sick and stays sick for an entire month and he believes it was because the ghost cursed him. Personally I don't believe in much of these, could be some placebo effect in play, but a eh, Still pretty weird. I have a friend who was night hiking in Arizona near Schnebley Hill back in the day, and came across a weathered-looking man wearing a trucker hat in the middle of nowhere. He asked the man if he was lost or needed help, and he replied just looking for my truck, and walked away. My friend said there was no trace of him afterwards. He did some research when he got home from the trip and found out that sometime in the past, a trucker had crashed off the side of the road in that area and died. There had been reports of the exact encounter with the man that he had. My friend also had medium abilities when he was younger, maybe that had something to do with it, but it still gives me the most intense chills whenever I tell someone that for the first time. I was driving from Seattle to Salt Lake City and it was late at night on a mountainous stretch of open desert road between Idaho and Utah when I saw something on the road. It was blood. Tons of it soaking the entire width of the four-lane highway. And it was smeared, continuing for a mile down the road, like something was butchered then dragged along the road. I slowed a little bit, my tires slick with blood leaving their own stains, when the blood smear suddenly moved off to the side of the road. As I rolled by to take a look I saw an elk, an enormous one, mangled and bloody, and over it a gigantic mountain lion that was so covered and slick, fresh blood that it looked like it was decked in glistening red sequins, devouring the carcass. I had trouble sleeping that night. I forgot that deadly jungle cats roamed the mountaintops. I come from a trucking family, father, brother, aunts, uncles, cousins. I have heard some stories but one from my brother stands out the most. He said he was driving late one night years ago, in the 90s, and was the only one on the road somewhere outside of Atlanta, Georgia a bit. He said a guy dressed in black with a black trench coat walked out of the woods holding a baseball bat up ahead of ways and just stood in the middle of the lane. So my brother switched his lanes and the guy moved into my brother's lane again, just standing there with his bat in hand. So my brother stayed in that lane and right when he got close, Not too close, he switched lanes and went around the guy. He said he looked in his mirror and the guy was still standing there but had turned and was watching him continue down the road then walked back into the woods. My dad and my uncle were living in San Diego for a number of years when they were younger. They decided they were going to move back to Shreveport, Louisiana and they packed their stuff and got on the road. Somewhere around New Mexico they saw a sign for the exit they were supposed to take or rather they saw the mileage sign that told them how much farther. I think it was around 3 to 5 miles until the exit. I believe they were taking an exit to get into Texas and continue east. Anyway, they see the sign and mind you they are on an interstate or a fairly well-traveled road and then all of a sudden they are on a two-lane highway with no one around them. My dad says he gets goosebumps when he tells this story. They continued driving on the road very confused and went for an hour or two is what they told me with no signs or anything around them. Then they see the on-ramp for the interstate they were supposed to be on and their exit for Texas was still 3-5 to miles according to the mileage sign. They drove for a couple hours without getting any farther and were transported to this weird road with no one on it. When I was about 10 to 11 years old, 44 now, my folks and I were driving from Southeast Michigan to Southern Indiana, Madison, to see my grandparents. We'd left early afternoon and were taking rural roads the last bit of the way, instead of the highway. My dad was driving, and was from down there, so he knew the roads really well. Mom was in the passenger seat, and I was in back. It was probably after 8 p.m. and pitch dark except the stars. Mom and I were trying to pick out constellations. My mom noticed something in the sky and asked my dad about it. He'd been a private pilot most of my life at that point. My dad started to slow down a bit and was looking out her window while glancing back at the road now and then. There weren't any other cars on the road and it was all farmland, so there was little chance of hitting anything. With her throwing ideas out of what it could be and my dad dismissing them, I finally was able to pick it out. It was just a small, horizontal row of lights that looked like they were going around something. Everything is bigger when you're a kid, but I'd estimate it was a few hundred yards off the road into the field, about 100 feet off the ground, keeping pace with the car. My dad got more curious as they were talking about what kind of aircraft it could have been he started slowing down even more to about 20-30 to 30 miles per hour. The thing was still there keeping pace. My dad wanted to see if it was making any noise so he stopped the car. When they opened the doors to get out, the thing shot off away from the car further into the field and gone. It didn't go up, just shot off at the same height. I don't remember hearing anything but my folks' comments. My dad said well, huh and my mom just kept wondering what it had been. We all talked about it for a little bit as we drove the rest of the way in. We told my grandparents about it, but they weren't very interested. My folks and I talked about it every now and then over the years, just to make sure none of us had imagined it, but we never settled on what it was. Folks are both gone now for a couple of years and I don't have any family left, so I'm sharing it with you guys. One morning, I got in my car about to head to work. I had a sense of a small boy sitting in the middle of my back seat. I couldn't recognize who it was, age, era, etc. and I couldn't physically see or hear this entity. It was just a feeling of a presence. It said nothing and stayed there for only about a minute. I had an overwhelming urge to tighten down my seat belt super tight, as tight as I could possibly get it in order to feel snug and secure. I've never done this before or since this one time. It's not a normal behavior and I felt like I had to do it. On my way to work someone didn't stop before crossing the highway. I ted the person at 65 miles per hour, spun, and ended up in the center median. I walked away with just a bit tongue. Story 2. I was at a friend's house and we ordered a pizza. My friend and I hopped in his car and we drove to pick up the pizza when we drove across Broadway, two lane each way, light, turn lanes, etc., I felt this overwhelming darkness looming in the area of the intersection. It didn't feel like before, no kid in the back seat, just a darkness looming over the area. I couldn't tell how soon something bad was going to happen, minutes, hours, days, weeks, etc., no idea. It's also not a feeling I've had before or since. We drive across Broadway on our way to the pizza place about a mile down the road. I kind of felt like writing it down on a piece of paper there's going to be an accident here but it felt kind of foolish having no sense of the feeling in terms of context or time. We picked up the pizza and drove back. On our way through the intersection, a lady stopped at the light took off and drove right in front of us. We hit her car and came to a stop in the intersection. Now here's the odd part. The lady was stopped in the turn lane waiting to go the same direction we were. She took off on red on active cross traffic, wasn't solely us crossing, but cars decently spread out, intermittent. She also drove straight rather than taking her planned turn. I even asked the lady why she went, and she said she had no idea why she went. It wasn't even an intentional act for her. Alright, that's all I got. These both happened long ago in my youth, 16 to 18. I'm about 40 now. These things aren't any kind of normal occurrence, gift, or sight. They were very unique instances, alone in their own space, no repeats, no similarities, and kind of sadly nothing new. But then again, I guess I'd need to have another accident to have it? My dad's a trucker and said he stopped after a long night of driving in a small town. He woke up to what sounded like wailing and scratching just outside the passenger door. He sat frozen in fear. The sound went on for what he said felt like hours until another trucker pulled up and stopped behind him. With the other truck's lights shining he got up and drove away. As he was driving away he noticed he was pulled over near a small graveyard. He's very religious and superstitious so he avoids pulling over near graveyards now as he's positive it was a ghost slash demon trying to get in. I frequently travel long distances overnight and early in the morning. I live in Texas and recently it's been very foggy in the morning, around 4 to 5 AM, dense fog that limits vision to about 25 feet or so so you really have to be careful driving. There's a stretch of road that connects two neighboring towns, and it's got maybe four streetlights on the whole four miles. So I'm tootling along and out of the corner of my eye. I see under a streetlight this silhouette, about human-sized, just standing there. Now there's a huge population of homeless people in both of the towns, but usually they all congregate at the local shelter or wherever they can find a good place to sleep. I wasn't too off put by this but it did spook me a little. Well up ahead is one more streetlight before the road ends. In the fog I couldn't see that well but as I drove right by the streetlight, at around 25 miles per hour, limited visibility, large deer in the area, another figure just sort of appeared under the light. It was another silhouette and I couldn't see what it was exactly but it freaked me out. I checked my rear view mirror and it wasn't there. I drove the rest of the way muttering to myself and nervously laughing trying to calm my own nerves. I'm not a trucker or a hauler, but in high school my boyfriend and I were driving down this road that runs alongside the 57 freeway in Southern California. We were each driving our own car, him following directly behind me. For those in the area, this is Bray Canyon Road, Tonner Canyon. It's a common side road if you want to avoid the freeway, but it's generally not well lit and pretty winding. There's at least four memorial things where people put crosses up with flowers and whatnot, presumably for people who have passed away on that road. I made my way around a bend and then suddenly saw an old guy leaning into the road with his thumb out, but he was leaning so far forward that I would have hit him if I hadn't swerved out of the way. Again, this was in a place with no lights or even sidewalk, but, a mile or so down the road you'd be back in a residential area and then by a 7 to 11 shortly after. Anyway I freaked the F out and was about to call my boyfriend when he called me and just screamed what the F. Never really figured it out, but a couple years later I believe they found a dead body in a trash can along that road. I was with a group of friends traveling south on CA1 from San Jose. We had just finished a long job. So like any good team should, we celebrated. To say the least, all but the driver had a bit to drink. We left San Jose around 10 PM. I was riding shotgun. About an hour into our drive I had an odd hallucination. I saw a shadowy figure standing on the double yellow line. I attributed it to my inebriated state but made a comment about what I had seen. It was getting late and the fog rolled in. As the expression goes it was thick as pea soup. Everyone had fallen asleep besides our driver Jay, and myself. It grew silent my eyes shut. Now if you're not familiar with CA1 it's atop a cliffside, basically from Carmel by the sea to Morro Bay. When traveling south there is nothing but a guard rail on your right to stop you from imminent death. Dangerous in normal conditions. This night we had the added elements of dark and fog, there was a lot of trust in Jay. I'm startled awake by an arm across my chest. I imagine the worst. We're about to go sailing. But no. Jay says there's someone standing in the middle of the street. I had just enough time to see their pale face as we passed by. I respond with nothing more than a gasp for air. When I looked at Jay I could tell he was spooked. Probably from my reaction more than anything. He comments that he's getting tired. We mutually decided that we should get as far down the road as we could before stopping for the night. In my college years I was a licensed locksmith that worked the night/slash emergency shift for a company in my town. We would get AAA contract calls to help people locked out of their cars slash houses act during all times of the night. Well one night I get a call to go to a house lockout about one hour away, middle of nowhere. This was before I carried a gun. And a lot of times I would bring along my good friend Ui with me to keep me company slash safe during longer late night trips so Ui and I are following the GPS and we are getting close to the house so we thought. Well, I realize that we are almost out of gas in my big box truck and the GPS starts being weird and telling us to do weird stuff we turn down what we thought was the last turn to get to the street the house is on bear in mind it's completely dark no street light bithing lit but what my lights are hitting GPS says to make final right and the place will be there, we do so, right into an opening into a massive cornfield like, nowhere to go nothing but rows of corn and again we are in the middle of nowhere never found the place and couldn't get up with the customer they never called back second late night locksmith story similar scenario going to bum f for a service call i get to the house and it's in the side of this huge field off the road it looks like a massive greenhouse that's been converted into a house glass panels and windows and stuff very odd meet the customers and it's this older white dude wearing a lab coat looking like a scientist or a doctor Lowell. His wife is a much younger attractive woman and while she was there with him she never said a word and he never talked to her or anything. I asked him about the odd look of the house and he said something about they are scientists and were contracted by the state to do experiments, about what I never asked gave me a really weird vibe. In high school my friends and I would go down this road where allegedly a motorcyclist was decapitated in an accident. If you drive down the road, you'd see a single headlight follow. It would happen every time, without fail. I would do a three-point turn and go towards the light, which would go out before we got there. We just figured it was a mirage or something with the street lights, but it still freaked us the F out so we'd go every so often. One time around 2 to 3 a.m., we were out there and I randomly turned down a road that lead to a high school. As soon as I got to the front of the high school a motorcycle drove past us. Home dude had a bandana, sunglasses, no helmet. Scared the shit out of us because he seemed to come from out of nowhere. The school was at a dead end. There was no road where he was coming from. Never went back after that. Me and my friends used to go out at weird hours to find creepy things on purpose, so I have a few stories but Therese one that definitely stuck with me a lot mostly because it confused me. So we went to this historic village in the middle of the night, didn't enter the property or anything because they have surveillance. But the town has a large history one part being how most of the workers housing burned down in the village and killed a lot of people, it was a glass factory town. So instead we just parked next to the property, mostly looking in the woods due to existing stories of a woman in white being there. But it wasn't the woods that spooked me. In the middle of the village is a giant mansion which you can pay to tour in the day. But looking up at the top floor, I just saw an eerie red light on. It was freakishly bright, coming from the top window. I have never seen that light on during any other visits, and my friends never saw it. Basically not that scary, but something was off about it. One time me and some friends were driving around the Wisconsin Northwoods, mostly just bumming around. We were driving south from Iron Mountain, probably around midnight, 1 AM, and came across one of those roadwork stoplights, just randomly in the middle of nowhere without any signs or cones. It was red, so the driver stopped, and after a minute or two of the light not changing, he turned off the car and we all sat there wanting to see how long before it changed. There was absolutely nobody around, no other drivers and absolutely no construction workers, and this entire stretch of road had been empty and dark for a solid hour, half hour. After a few more minutes, we all began to start to feel uneasy, and began to comment on all hearing something we had thought was wind, but in fact sounded like somebody whistling a tune of some sort, from no discernible direction and never changing in volume. After laughing about spooky stuff happening in the middle of the night in the middle of the Northwoods for a minute, we decided to get out of there. Not the only weird thing to happen during one of these late night road trips, and I know it seems pretty benign compared to a lot of the stuff in this thread, but it was still wild to us edit, some other fun stuff that's happened on the road in slash adjacent to the northwoods, driving north, home from my university's town at about 8, 9 p.m. in fall, the entire road was lined with hundreds, this isn't an exaggeration, literally hundreds, of deer for about an hour, in various clumps and herds. None tried to cross the road, as far as I could tell, but they were definitely all fixated on the road for some reason. In another one of those late-night road trips, my friends and I realized that, upon crossing the Michigan border on a clear, bright night, that the moon in fact did not exist anymore. Not a cloud in the sky but the moon was nowhere to be seen for hours, until it spontaneously reappeared, full and bright, when we re-entered Wisconsin. During the blizzard that hit in April 2018, some friends and I were driving home from Minneapolis. At one point, everybody else in the car but me and the driver was asleep looking out the window at the side of the road in broad daylight but in near whiteout conditions i saw a shape silhouetted in the snow probably 10 feet tall humanoid but the proportions were all wrong some pattern resembling branches or antlers above its head my first thought was obviously wendigo or something but i only glimpsed at it for a second and it probably could have possibly been a tree I figured I was just seeing things, so I never mentioned it. I'm driving on I-35 in Texas. I don't remember if I was outside Austin or San Antonio, but it was in the middle of nowhere through construction. They had those narrow cement walls up around the highway and cut it down to two lanes. If anything was to happen, you have nowhere to go. There's no shoulder, and the only time there's no cement walls is on the exits. 35 was like this for miles. Remember, we're in the middle of nowhere when in my headlights I see this guy on the highway walking right in front of my truck. I'm going at least 60 miles per hour and there's no way I can stop. I'm not the only vehicle on the road either at this time. I hit my air horn hoping that it doesn't startle the other vehicle around me and he got out of the way just in time. I was pissed because there was so much wrong with this. Why was he on the highway? Why did he walk out on front of a fast moving truck? Was he going to commit self-harm? I don't know but, thankfully there was no accident. I was heading east on I-70 after a successful recovery job. I had seen enough of West Coast of the Americas and felt like heading up into the Rockies. I was on my third day of minimal sleep, two to three hours, max, due to aspects of my job. Crossing the mountain pass, I was doing 55 miles per hour with the windows cracked in order for the cold air to keep me awake. At 55, on those roads, I needed to be as awake as I could get myself. I finally managed my way through the twisty parts and hit the flat, open stretches of the road, and opened it up to 65 miles per hour. After a while, I noticed something out of the corner of my eye keeping pace with me. I slowed down, it kept pace. I ventured a glance over to the right of my vehicle, and saw a loping beast, with bright red eyes, like highway flare bright red, and a bright, blood-red tongue hanging out of the mouth as it loped along beside the vehicle. It even turned and looked at me, as I opened up that aged engine and made 85 to 90 and kept on driving until I hit Elko, Nevada. Not another car did I see for hours until I was two to three miles outside that town. I pulled off the road, wearing my Rasputin's rock and roll t-shirt, cut off jeans, my long hair halfway down my back and carrying a copy of Somerset Moms of human bondage. As the waitress, hostess led me to my table, I overheard a couple of locals in a booth discussing me, asshole number one, I think people that dress like that should be carried out of here. To which asshole two said, yeah, in a body bag, yuck, yuck. I asked the waitress to give me a table at a better location where I could face the door and aforementioned assholes and sitting down, Took a huge sigh of relief. Local assholes were a warm welcome after what I saw chasing me down a highway in the middle of a desert in the dead of night. The cherry pie gave me an upset stomach with three cups of shitty coffee, but the sun was coming up when I left to keep pushing on. Once I was driving down an isolated dirt road in the middle of a New Mexican desert, late at night, It was desert, but the high desert and there was a definite winter chill outside. I was talking on the phone to my sister, driving rather slowly, and not paying much attention to my surroundings. All of a sudden, out of the darkness appeared a rather large, broad-shouldered man, wearing nothing but shorts and a football helmet. He moved as if he was coming towards my car. I was quite frightened, hit the gas and got out of there. I've no idea what he was doing there. It was very creepy. He didn't seem in distress, or I would have summoned help. I drive a lot for my job. My most paranormal shit always happens in Tennessee. One night when I was driving I passed a truck it had the left tail light busted out and a Bible verse on the back. It turned off and I kept going nothing eventful yet. As I kept driving I came across another truck. It had the same company, same Bible's verse and the left tail light busted out. I chalked this up to sleep deprivation or something. Soon after the truck exited and I kept driving. I would chalk it up to sleep deprivation or something but it happened a third time. Same everything on the truck and same almost immediate exiting. Don't know if it was a ghost or what but I was spooked. My grandpa was a trucker for a long time, and one of his stories goes like this. In the 1970s, 1978, I believe, he was hauling some canned goods from Texas to California. And about 1 a.m., in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, Arizona, as he so eloquently puts it, he sees in his rear view mirror a truck approaching fast. As it gets closer, he realizes it's a 1940s Peterbilt with an old reefer trailer, doing about 100 miles per hour, flames out the stack, sparks out the wheels, and making a sound that sounds like the world is ending. He slows down to let the guy pass, and the Peterbilt gets alongside him. My grandpa looks at the driver, and he said that the driver had no jaw and black eyes. The Peterbilt then swerved and hits his truck, sending him into the ditch, and thankfully he just slid in. After gathering his nerves and wits, he gets out to inspect the damage, and his driver's side cowl, wheel arch, and fuel tank have all had heavy damage to them, along with burn marks. It still rattles him to this day. He hates talking about it. This is also a man who wrestled rattlesnakes and worked on the oil fields before becoming a trucker, so he wasn't the one to scare easily. My uncle is a truck driver in Mexico. During my summer break I went to visit him and my aunt and he asked if I wanted to go with him on 3 day long job from Chiapas to Santa Cruz, then to Tabasco, and back to Chiapas. On the last leg of the drive from Tabasco back to Chiapas, he shook me away because he saw a woman in white ahead on the road. When we drove past her, all of my hair stood up and I felt deep dread. I'll never forget the wail slash cry we heard. We saw La Yorona. We told my aunt and she dismissed it as us being silly. It's been 10 years and I can still vividly remember how she looked like and the sound of her cry. I was driving through Nebraska in early September, the corn stalks were real tall at this time. It was late at night and I was the only driver on the road. There was a car pulled over on the side of the road with a lady standing outside of it waving me down. I pulled over and watched her for a second, something seemed off as her pale face and glistening eyes stared straight back at me through my dash in the dark of night. She seemed trapped, as if she was waiting for this moment or was out there by someone. I pulled back out on the road and began driving off. When I looked back at her in my mirror, she was waving at me while seven individuals walked out of the corn to greet her. First thing, never trust someone from Nebraska. And second, never become a long haul trucker. My wife and I were driving cross country one night, saw something in the middle of the interstate and swerved around it. As I passed, I realized it was a person. About the same time, I see a car on the side of the road with flashers on. I stop, back up, the windshield is spiderwebbed and there is a 8.9 months pregnant lady inside. After confirming she was okay, I reverse down the shoulder to the person in the road who is clearly hurt. We are on the lee side of a small hill. I'm calling to the dude, letting him know I'm coming. And simultaneously an 18-wheeler crests the hill and pancakes the dude, one lane away from me. While waiting for the cops slash fire department, a box truck comes over the hill and hits the guy again. The authorities eventually show up, I get them up to speed on the situation and then take off. Further down the road, I see another empty car on the shoulder. When I got home, I did some googling. The guy was a local, and best I can figure out he ran out of gas, was walking back on the shoulder when the pregnant lady drifted off the road and launched him into the middle of the interstate. My wife wouldn't drive at night for a long time after that. I tend to travel a lot for work in a company vehicle. I had to deliver a chemical drum to one of our job sites in Kansas right on the Oklahoma border. I am in southeast Texas and it was about a 16-hour drive. So I get up there and then around after 10 minutes and start driving back. At one point, somewhere northeast of Oklahoma City, I pulled over to thumb through my GPS to find the quickest route home. I was on a major highway and it was about 10 p.m. or so. As I'm looking down there and knock on my driver window, I'm in an extended cab F-150 at the time. I look over and there is a short Asian, Filipino or Vietnamese, guy with a gold grill, teeth grill that looked sketchy as f. I checked my rear view and he was driving an old, 90s model, flat black Nissan or Ford mini truck, which was also sketchy. I cracked the window and dude was asking me how to get to Springfield. I told him I was just passing through for work and didn't know. Dude kept asking me to check my GPS so I acted like I was and gave him take directions to get the f out of there. Finally dude walked off. I had my flashers on and he probably saw the Ohio plates and company decals and was probably going to rob me. Needless to say I hauled ass and only stopped at gas stations from then on. Driving along northbound I-5 near Albany, Oregon on an early Saturday morning, I saw a cross in the median. Next to the cross is a greyish-blue haze about the size of an adult. Whoever it was looked at me looking at it slash him slash her as I drove on by. Another instance in Oregon is when I stopped at the now closed down northbound I-5 rest area near Glendale. It was open back in 2008. North and southbound rest areas in Glendale are just north of Exit 80, Junction Road Glendale Valley RD. I wasn't all that tired or anything. I had just stopped to take a small nap since I wanted to kill some time. I quickly brushed my teeth since trying to sleep with yuck mouth will result in getting zero sleep. Upon going into the sleeper berth, I noticed it was unusually dark. It was almost pitch black darkness in there and I could feel the sensation of wet static. Having felt that numerous times in the past, I had a shitty feeling for what was about to happen. I tried to ignore it. I went to put my head down and felt a hand on the side of my head force me into the pillow, another set of hands around my ankles, and I started to physically slide to the right. Whatever it was, was trying to pull me through the side of the truck's passenger side wall. I was struggling for what felt like a few minutes until I mustered enough energy to scream at whatever it was trying to take me. It suddenly stopped, I put my shoes back on, got the F out of that place, and never stopped there ever again. This happened like 2002-05. It was my family. Dad, mom, sister and myself. One of my aunts happened to have moved to Banning CA around that time. My dad being my aunts older brother would like to drive from Selena, CA to go visit her. So one visit driving back from Banning CA we are driving through Paso Robles CA. Which during the night is pretty dark. Nothing but dirt and vine fields. My sister and I are asleep in the back seat of a 94 Chevy 1500 step side. I wake up to hear my mom and dad talking frantically. I guess some guy had been following us for some miles. I remember my dad saying he was flooring it in this car just kept on trying to catch us. No one around. Cell phones were not common at the time and reception sucked because of the area. So my dad tells my mom to pull out this old Nokia phone we had and pretend to make a call to see if this would deter the man. For whatever reason it works. Guy backs off and slows down and disappears. Totally weird. My dad said he was really scared because he didn't know that man's motive. Could have tried to kill us or something or maybe needed help. I don't know but sure gives me goosebumps when I think about it. My dad wasn't a long haul truck driver. But he told us a story of when he picked up a hitchhiker on his way back home from Texas A&M back in the 60s. He said he was confused why anyone would be hitchhiking in the middle of the the barren Texas countryside. He could tell the guy was a bit sketchy and nervous so he made him sit beside him, instead of behind him. A little further down the road he noticed the guy had a pistol on him, which wasn't really odd, but did make him feel more uneasy about the situation. They ended up passing a state trooper, then the guy got super fidgety so my dad made the call that something's up with this guy. He told the guy he needed to use the restroom and call his girlfriend, so they stopped at a gas station where my dad called the police and stayed in the bathroom till they got there. It turns out the guy had robbed several banks in the prior towns and used hitchhiking as a method of fleeing the scene. So yea my dad's intuition was right and he got a pat on the back from the cops and never stopped to pick up another hitchhiker again. I used to work late nights at a cafe years ago and my family lives in the middle of nowhere in the country. One night I was driving home, about 1 am, and I noticed something keeping pace with my car outside my window. I glanced over and saw what looked like a pair of eyes, I looked back forward and there was something standing in the middle of the road ahead of me, I couldn't make out what it was and assumed it was a deer so I slammed on my brakes. As I skidded closer, it looked like a massive shadowy figure with huge wings and it sprinted off the side of the road insanely fast on what looked like human-like legs. I just sat in the road for a minute and called everyone I knew to freak the F out. I finished the drive home and told my mom about it and she swore up and down it was the mothman warning us about something, but I just wrote it off. Two days later a close friend of the family committed self-harm and it devastated the whole town, very small town where everyone knows everyone. I told some other people close to us about it and apparently other people had seen something like this in that area too. It's safe to say I've never driven down that road again. driving late at night down a country road in Scotland. My partner was driving and I was in the passenger seat. Something at the side of the road caught our eye, it was big, it jumped slash flew over the car casting a very large shadow over us. It was like a man with large wings, closest thing I can think of is the thing from Jeepers Creepers. We both agreed we saw something. My partner slowed down at first then we decided it was probably best not to stop and just to get home. We describe what we thought we saw to each other then sat in silence until we got home. It still gives me shivers talking about it now, it was seriously creepy. No idea what it could have been, but I'll certainly never forget it.